Did you know Glenwood Canyon was carved out over the millennia by the mighty Colorado River, leaving a narrow, winding canyon that can be 3,000 feet deep in spots? A railroad track was constructed through the area in 1887, and a primitive dirt road followed a few years later. This dirt road was eventually upgraded to a tight two-lane paved path in the 1930s and became the main highway to connect Denver with the states to the west. Highway 6, as it was known, was one of the most dangerous paths in the entire state and accumulated more fatalities than highways similar to it. It wouldn't be until 1992, with the completion of the U.S. interstate system, that the rickety, dangerous path was upgraded to a multi-tier, state-of-the-art highway through one of Colorado's most beautiful canyons. My name is Ryan, a born and raised Colorado native. And I'm Carrie, a Texas transplant and a Colorado newbie. And this is the Hashtag Colorado Life Podcast, where we help newcomers and natives explore like a local. Together, we're a married couple living along the Front Range in Colorado. In today's podcast episode, you're going to learn more about Colorado and all of the iconic history associated with Doc Holliday, how he died, and how to visit his tombstone. So as you may already know, fans of history will find plenty of Wild West stories right here in Colorado, specifically from gold rush ghost towns to famed gunslingers, cowboy campfire stories run throughout Colorado's colorful history. And the story of Doc Holliday is no different. So who was Doc Holliday? Doc Holliday is well known for being a dentist. Yep, that's where he gets the Doc in his name. Gambler and a gunfighter in the late 1800s. And it's so funny to think about him being a dentist. Because, you know, you think of a dentist being a really proper, like, white coat dressed person. But he was a gunslinger. And, and I bet you you would shoot somebody and be like, you're bleeding because you didn't floss enough. His full name was John Henry Holliday. And he was born in Griffin, Georgia in 1851. And in 1870, he moved to Philadelphia to attend what is now called the University of Pennsylvania Dental School, where he graduated in 1872. And like I said, this is how he got his nickname, Doc. After school, he returned to Georgia to open his dental practice, but was soon diagnosed with tuberculosis. In order to help his condition, he was advised to move to drier climates, so he transplanted himself and his practice to Dallas, Texas, which... I don't know, as someone from Texas, is not much drier than Georgia. I mean, if you've ever lived there, you can totally relate to this, especially East Texas, where Dallas is located, is very, you know, it's moist, I will say. Mm -hmm. Dallas has a very humid climate, and it is definitely not as dry, I think, as he was hoping. After being in Texas for a while, and he started gambling, in 1875, he ended up relocating to Denver under a new alias because he was fined from gambling in Texas. And then he actually lived out the rest of his life here. In October of 1881, in Tombstone, Arizona, Doc Holliday and Wyatt Earp were among those deputized marshals who participated in the battle on Fremont Street, best known as the gunfight at the OK Corral. So this is like real, really where he gets his like main claim to fame. But by all accounts, Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday became close friends and they rode all over America Southwest together. Uh, their exploits are often recorded in books and movies about the Wild West. By 1887, Doc's health was deteriorating. He wasn't able to, you know, be a gunslinger like he was. He wasn't able to keep up. So he sought the healing powers of the hot springs in Colorado, specifically in Glenwood Springs, which we have talked about many times. He took up residence in the Hotel Glenwood in Glenwood Springs. By this time, he was so sick that he couldn't keep up with his work, whether that was shooting bad guys or gambling or even just being a dentist. And he actually was really quite poor. 
He died on November 8, 1887 in Glenwood Springs at just 36 years old. Yeah, he was buried in Linwood Cemetery overlooking the city of Glenwood Springs, Colorado. And Linwood Cemetery is actually the oldest existing cemetery in Glenwood Springs and was the city's first burial ground, opening in 1886. After his passing in 1887, Doc was laid to rest somewhere in Linwood Cemetery. No one knows the exact location, but there is a tombstone and a grave marker for visitors to hike up and pay their respects. So if you want to visit Doc Holliday's grave when exploring Glenwood Springs, here's how to do it. It's a completely free hike and it's free parking, so this is a really fun afternoon outing for the entire family that doesn't cost anything. So to get there, you'll hike up the Pioneer Cemetery Trailhead, and it's located at the corner of Bennett Avenue and 12th Street in Glenwood Springs. And you'll kind of just park in this uh, residential neighborhood. It's a really quite cute old neighborhood um, with big trees. It's, it's really pretty because Glenwood Springs is just like a, in a nice big valley. When you get there, you'll see the memorial plaque at the bottom of the trailhead that details some of the history of Doc Holliday and his life here in Colorado. And the trail up to Doc Holliday's grave is less than three quarters of a mile round trip, but it's pretty intense. It's uphill the entire way. The entire way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so if you're not used to the altitude or the mountainous terrain and you're just visiting Glenwood Springs for, you know, a trip or something, definitely want to take this hike slow and take the trail slow, drink a lot of water, take rest because I have been here for several years, many years, about five years living in Colorado now, and it was still a very difficult hike for me and I thought I was in shape. Mm -hmm. So. So you definitely want to adhere to the trail rules. Uh, dogs are permitted on the trail, but make sure that they're on a leash. Uh, and you also got to make sure to pick up after your pets, obviously. Don't be one of those people. Um, no motorized vehicles, sadly. So, you know, you got to actually hike it. And don't leave trash. Don't be one of those people again. And like you said, bring water because you'll need it, especially if you're not used to it. Yeah, just to make a comment about the trash, the cemetery is located in bear country. So that's most of the reason why, uh, besides littering, is they want you to dispose of the trash properly because you don't want a bunch of bears walking around the cemetery. Yeah, don't want to bring Especially them at in. night. That would be really freaky. Right. <laughs> Along the way up the trail, you'll also see a really large, beautiful tree full of colorful ribbons and pieces of cloth. This tree is known as Annie's Wishing Tree, and it was started by local resident Annie Zancanella while going through cancer treatments. The tree has ribbons tied to it with written wishes and prayers, along with names of loved ones with cancer. Obviously, be respectful of the tree and the ribbons left here. As you continue going up the well-worn path to the top of the cemetery, you'll see signs of where you can find Doc Holliday's grave marker, along with other famous uh, criminals who are also buried in Linwood Cemetery. So be on the lookout for the grave of Bandit Harvey Kid Curry Logan. Linwood Cemetery is not only historic because of Doc Holliday's grave, but also because of many other locals who are buried here. Um, it's really interesting to walk around and see tombstones of names of brothers or siblings or entire families or even rich people who used to live here. And they have like really elaborate gravestones and tombstones. And you can even read about the history of how they died. It's really interesting. And you can bring coins or playing cards to leave at Doc's grave marker. It's kind of interesting for me, just as somebody who really likes history, to walk around really old graveyards like this because you see these old tombstones and it's like, this person was born in 1812 and they died in like 1872. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like what life they lived and what did they see? And you'll never know. And it's just like, it fascinates me to think about that sort of stuff. Just as a side note, there is 
actually a local resident who will dress up like Doc Holliday, and he'll go up to the cemetery, pretend that he's the ghost of Doc Holliday. And if you're there at night, he will specifically try to scare you. Yeah, he's an actor who actually portrays himself as Doc Holliday and he does show up at like different events and activities. And it's really interesting because like he will refer to himself as Doc Holliday. So if you want to ask him questions, he knows a ton of history and he'll answer you as if he's Doc. Another thing I wanted to share is that as you start heading back down the trail is a really awesome time to take a minute to enjoy the beautiful views that are overlooking the Glenwood Springs Valley below. Glenwood Springs, like we talked about, is very old. It has a lot of history, and it's just a very beautiful overlook to take pictures and to see the amount of greenery and mountains that are in the area. This is a really pretty hike just to do on its own, even if you're not interested in going to the cemetery itself. It's still just a very pretty view. If you want to learn more about Doc Holliday's life in particular, while in Glenwood Springs, check out the Doc Holliday Museum. This is a standalone museum that's dedicated to the life and artifacts of Doc Holliday. And here you can view the only remaining beam and stone wall from the Hotel Glenwood, which burnt to the ground in 1945. The museum is in the heart of downtown Glenwood Springs, right where the hotel once stood. All right, that pretty much sums up this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And to learn more about this episode and the resources we shared, visit our website, hashtag ColoradoLife.com. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, get out there and enjoy some of Colorado's colorful history.